Welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. We are your hosts and healthcare advocates, Salisa A. Smith and Gifted with Jay, increasing the life expectancy of the culture one episode at a time. This just in, this week inside of the academy, we just uploaded a brand new workout. Shout out to our certified personal trainer and fitness instructor, Miss Tiffany Hughes. Uploaded a phenomenal new kickboxing workout for you guys. We also have a brand new masterclass available inside of the academy with Dr. Kim Bradford out of Southfield, Michigan. She is a dentist and she talks about in-depth oral health and the importance of recognizing how healthy you are via your teeth. It's so interesting, Jay, because I didn't even know that you could identify chronic disease like uh, diabetes and hypertension through a dental appointment. Yeah. So, you know, Dr. Kim Bradford came on, uh, blessed the academy with a phenomenal masterclass. So if you're inside of the academy, guys, make sure you get in there. Check out Dr. Kim Bradford's interview. And then also, if you're in the market for a dentist for your child or for yourself and you want to make sure you have a roster of black doctors, then Dr. Kim Bradford is a phenomenal dentist. I've been to her several times. You remember Dr. Kim? Yeah, I remember her, yeah. Gorgeous woman, too. Uh, graduate of Howard University. I've been knowing Dr. Bradford for many, many years, and um, she was a phenomenal interview. So thank you, Dr. Kim Bradford, for blessing the Academy with all of your knowledge. Jay, let's delve into Driven. Okay. So I got kind of, we got kind of a, um, you know, not so mainstream person we want to highlight for a driven segment <laughs> this episode uh, but I think it's, it's like he's created a bit of a ripple throughout the world right. you know at least the country in these last couple of weeks with his new challenge and I kind of took a different perspective on it and so I thought we should highlight you know Shiggy for <laughs> Driven on the Black Health Academy podcast this episode so Driven is our segment where we highlight an individual in our community who has made a significant impact on health and or wellness and typically we're talking about you know doctors and healthcare professionals either past or present who have made a significant uh, impact on health and wellness but this episode we want to talk about the Instagram phenom Shiggy <laughs> yeah. who has mobilized the black community and beyond right. with his new challenge do the Shiggy mm -hmm. sing, sing the joint for a do you love me <laughs> are you riding uh, something 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 yeah. you put me up on it actually you was like I have to show you this <laughs> because it's so hilarious you know I think we all collectively get so proud of individuals when we've watch kind of their social media right. ascension right right, right. Yeah. yeah and Shiggy is one of those people I know my sister was like Lisa I've been watching him for years and I was like wow really all his uh videos all his skits he's so funny and so I got hip to Shiggy a couple months ago on Instagram and he you know just makes funny skits with a comedian and um but he recently did this dance to Drake's new song uh do you in my feelings I think is the name of the song okay uh and he has had some huge names, you know, record themselves doing his dance, this do the shiggy dance. And even Will Smith. Did you see yes, Will Smith? Yes, I saw you Will know, Smith. He climbed to the top of was the right. Ambassador Bridge or yeah, it something. It was crazy. crazy. And illegal, and however. It, yeah. Oh, and it's nothing like a legal move to bring a, a, a challenge to the spotlight. So, shout out to Shiggy because my viewpoint is it on it is they moving y'all they moving they you got moving. these people moving you, out here you, in these streets yes 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 people are moving they are hopping out of their car moving people are at their desk standing up 
moving. Yes. People and their kids together, they are moving. That was I my favorite. It. I yeah. love it too. The babies. Y'all got the babies out here doing the Shiggy Challenge. It's not, you know, an inappropriate dance too. You right. know, there's no booty pumping. I mean, unless you looked at Sierra's challenge. But there's <laughs> no, there's, you know, it's very appropriate, kid friendly. And so, Shiggy, thank you for mobilizing the black community with this physical movement. We can always use more of exercise. Right, and so right. We want to highlight you for our driven segment. As simple as that. <laughs> as simple, simple as, as that. that. As yeah. simple as that. So, look, we're down here in downtown Detroit uh, in the heart of Campus Marshes recording this episode. And uh, it's my favorite place to be. Jay has decided to adopt my zip code as her own. You want to explain Why that? about that because every time <laughs> you you know you traps back out to your little suburban community but you come down here trying to suck up some of the culture well why are you mad about because that? because i don't feel like you should get i like coming down here lisa and i spend a lot of time downtown together we walk around we may fall up into like some type of like we just recently went into the uh beer garden we don't even drink beer but we just went to the gar beautiful garden yes walked around she showed me she knows all the places that's what right. i'm saying you ride in the coattail of the culture and then nobody <laughs> knows you don't even live down you're down here so much you know i hip you to all the free parking and what's going on like you are just you, know, you showed me how to just like zip through the casino come this way come out that way you'll be here this yeah. is the way yeah. You got I your mean, own private little tour guide at downtown where the average person has to, you, you know. You act like I don't appreciate you. Let's talk about You this. don't. <laughs> you don't. Man, come on. Cut it out. Yeah. I'll, you you know. just randomly called me. I'm coming home. What we doing? <laughs> what we doing tonight? What we doing tonight? Okay. What, we, what corner we need? Because you don't have to deal with all the struggles of living downtown. You get all the benefits. And I think that's what's annoying. I'm know? sorry. I'm sorry. You but if, if, if it counts for anything, you're beautiful. Does that work for every woman? <laughs> you look good. You look good. That shirt, you wearing that right. I don't know what else to tell you. You live downtown. You know, I like downtown. We kick it. Yeah, right. I got a best friend who live downtown, so we what live downtown. Do I say, come to my house. What do we do? You all come sit in the living room. But what? Oh my I goodness. I can't believe it. So when I want peace and serenity, candles burning, quiet, Incense. green space, right. I come to your place. And then when you want the hustle and bustle of right. an you inner city. You know all city, the homeless people. Right. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, you be like, don't be afraid of him. He cool. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. he a little crazy That's right. the street. That's right. You got to know your neighborhood. Okay, you got to so know your neighborhood. Right. Each other you know, right. I warn you, cat calling, whether or not, you know, you need to cover up or, you know, yeah. hang loose. So Say hi to him. He's he's a little He good people. Right. right. Or right. whatever. So right. Okay. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah I do. So I do we get this. We can. We can. On we the can. podcast, we've officially moved. Past. I'm looking you in your face. <laughs> On the podcast, we've officially moved past this. I'm tired yeah. of you bringing it up. That's fair. That's fair. You, okay. You have two zip codes, and that's okay. And I should be able to sleep <laughs> at night with that. All right. Okay. Fair enough. So anyway, down here in downtown Detroit, sitting right across from Shake Shack and the um, and the Chase Building. So I love. I just love inner cities. I think. Um, and we did that episode of um, our last episode mm -hmm. when we did the uh, rapid fire. Right. It was like inner city or countryside. Uh -huh. I'm inner city all day. Mm -hmm. Inner city all day. Uh, but so let's get into it, Jay, real quick. I want to talk about three ways that we can help people improve their health. Just, just some general tips, right? Right. Well, we, don't, we don't need to go deep into, you know, anything super scientific. Let's just go back to the basics this the time. The basics, the drawing board. The Absolutely. Because I think there's some things yeah. people are just forgetting about the fundamentals of health mm -hmm. and while we're here to talk about the science of medications and chronic diseases 
but we're also here to give you some basic like lifestyle habits that you can implement immediately right all right so three tips on how you can do that tip one tip one is once you start and I don't care what you start with I don't care if it's the gym or if you start working out outside if you start going to aerobics or Pilates whatever you decided to do when you once you begin to be active do not skip more than two consecutive days without physical act, intentional physical activity. I'm not talking about you because you are a nurse and you walk around the hallways of your job. I moved today. No, I mean you intentionally put on some workout clothes and got prepared to sweat it out and get your heart rate up a little bit. Yes. Do not miss more than two days because it's the easiest habit to break from. Once you get into, okay, I'm going to do it tomorrow, I'm going to do it tomorrow, I don't have time today, I'm going to do it tomorrow, it, it's, it's such an easy habit to, to, to fall into of not working out. So, and along with that, I want to say, don't set your expectations and bar too high when you begin. Yes. Okay, I'm about to be working out, I'm going to lose 20 pounds this week, and I'm going to be on the treadmill for two hours, I'm going to run, you know, this amount of time, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and you're in the beginning stages. Your, your initial thing is just to get into the habit before you start setting the bar too high because once you miss that mark, you become disappointed and become, you become too, uh, your tolerance becomes too high for failure. Yes. Is it too low? Too high. Yeah, your tolerance becomes too high for failure, and we're always telling people to lower their tolerance for failure. Absolutely. You you should not be able to tolerate it. So you should do something that, uh, a mark that you can actually hit so that you can expect to succeed. Absolutely. I agree with you, Jay, because you know what? I am in love with working out. And Mm -hmm. and we established a couple episodes ago that that doesn't go for everyone. Right. Because I really thought that after you worked out consistently for even so many months or even years that you begin to Mm -hmm. take a liking to it. And that's 100% untrue. You could hate working out, you know, for your entire life, no matter how often you do it. (laughs) Fact. Right. But that's not the case with you and I. Right. So we genuinely enjoy working out and exercising. However, since I've been so busy just in the past several months, in the past year or so with, you know, companies and school and, you know, relationships, I found, you know, I could go a day or two without working out Mm -hmm. and I could easily feel myself on day three battling. With right. whether or not you feel like even going, I even feel like yeah. yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, that at least is real. you enjoy working out. Why is this thought even crossing your mind? Right. And you know, but it's so easy to, to list ten other things that yeah you could be doing that you could knock out that yeah. you could do instead. And so you're absolutely you hit the nail on the head with that one. Like two consecutive days of not working out, and you're entering that really shaky, uneven ground, that gray zone of. Potentially never going back. <laughs> Potentially never going back. Or when you do go back, it's kind of almost like starting all over again. Right. It's been, okay, it's been three weeks now. And then it's you feel like you've lost all your momentum. Right. And you've lost that that, that, mind, that mindset piece is so important because even like I tell people, even if you don't have an hour, commit 10 minutes. I've done a powerful workout in 15 minutes. Yes. You, you don't have to do a whole hour, 45 minutes, or even 30 minutes. But it's to stay in that mind frame of... I work out X amount of times a week. Yeah. This is what I'm supposed to do. This That's is what right. I'm going to do. That's so right. you can stay on top of yourself because your the accountability is never going to be the way it is for most things in your life. You are going to be the primary person that's going to care about your health and wellness. So you have to be accountable to yourself. That's right. You have to be your own accountability partner first because it becomes so easy not to do it and then 
because so many people don't do it mm -hmm. or so many people fail, there's not much to look at and see and be like, I want to be part of the in crowd. Like, right, right. The, the, the in crowd are usually the people sitting outside the gym, if that makes sense. So, you know, it, it does become kind of a norm. And then, you know, obesity is a cultural norm. Mm -hmm. You know, laziness is a cultural norm, unfortunately. And so, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that's a phenomenal point. Um, and, and then, so when you do, if you only have a short amount of time too, um, you want to do HIIT training, right? High intensity interval training or metabolic training. So that's where you, you're intentionally shooting your heart rate up and bringing it back down with intervals, maybe, you know, 30 seconds to 60 second intervals so that you're maximizing the short amount of time you have by getting the biggest amount of caloric burn you can in that short amount of time. So like you said, Jay, if I only have 10, if I only have 15 minutes, you can still, believe it or not, get a really good workout in that short amount of time. And what's so awesome about the academy is that we've set up plank you inside of the black and health health academy exactly for that tiffany's workouts are never any more than 10 minutes i think mm -hmm. the longest one we have is about 12 minutes inside the academy mm -hmm. so if because i think another uh, problem with you know these short workers people are like i don't know what to do okay i have a short amount of time i'm not a trainer i don't do the living mm -hmm. i'm just trying to show up for myself right i don't so all i know is walking on the train i'm gonna just do my regular but this one is different because it needs to be condensed so when it's condensed we need to maximize results so then I would definitely suggest turning to somewhere like the Black Health Academy where you could just hit play and go. And just go. And just follow Tiff yeah. on the screen. Because I see people all the time in the gym on their, with their iPads or their phones doing a little workout with a person on the screen and right. they're following along yeah. all the time. Mm -hmm. And so that's what the Black Health Academy is for too. So hey, just get in the, in the academy, pick your workout. We have them you know, listed by what, you're, what you'll be working and what the target is in the muscle group and hit play and go. Just go for it. Just yeah. go for it. All right, so no, don't miss two consecutive days of working out. You begin to lose momentum. Step, or excuse me, recommendation two, and this one has to do with nutrition. This is huge. I've been talking a lot about this in my speaking engagements, but be intentional about eating healthy foods. Now, that sounds really basic and almost like, duh. Yeah, of course I would be. Right, like nice tip, Lise, you didn't, you didn't <laughs> nail it. But let, let me clarify. <laughs> Jay, I think when most people think about getting healthy and when we start looking at food and diet and nutrition, we start by reducing the unhealthy foods, right? Which is a phenomenal step to take because you absolutely need to do that, right? But we start by, okay, at least I'm going to have one cup of coffee instead of two. I'm going to only put two sugars in my coffee instead of four. Right. I'm going to drink less soda i you know what lisa i'm going to, going to take my lunch twice this week instead of eating out all five days right we are reducing the unhealthy habit but what i'm seeing less and less of is intentionally implanting the good and i think i mentioned this before i told a client recently it's not the presence of the bad that scares me as much as the absence of the good mm -hmm. so we're not intentionally eating plants vegetables nuts seeds whole grains that are designed to prevent disease right you know because our plate is our multivitamin right and so we should be eating to intentionally prevent disease not just eating to get fat slower yeah and another thing is i like to i mean i yeah i know it's the absence of um the presence of good things the absence of bad things and that whole balance but you know as you slowly incorporate things that that are good i do like for people to um be more and more intentional about like as far as 
when they're going to don't oh i just reduce I, I used to use four packs of sugar not only use two packs right understand that there's a goal in mind of using no sugar that's, at all that's right because the word plateau really bothers me when people talk about um weight loss goals and things of that nature it's because you started off great you started off good redu reduction wise you started off great um doing certain things that you weren't doing before but then you you stopped you didn't increase what you were doing as far as okay now you you you, you had five you were drinking five pops you only drink two now you were eating fried foods every day you only do it twice a week now but you still have to elevate yes you still have to elevate so you have to progress you have to progress it's not that you hit a plateau it, you mentally hit a plateau right you didn't think like okay i've been doing this for x amount of time let me you know elevate this so you know that's one of the things that's one of the things i like to tell people is like you have to keep going your body has adapted to this that's right your and, body has and our bodies adapt super quickly right because i think sometimes when i'm coaching clients they feel like i'm moving too fast like hey okay last week lisa we were just talking about increasing my water now you're talking about going you know cold turkey on our refined sugar whoa slow down mm -hmm. and it's like no speed up because <laughs> our <laughs> our bodies adapt really quickly and when you start intentionally doing good things in your health whether it be working out or eating right or drinking water or you know being intentional about your rest and recovery you begin to see the benefits of that immediately mm -hmm, mm -hmm. regardless of the benefit you're looking for. right like you always say Jay just because you didn't see the result you wanted to see you think you got no result mm -hmm. but no you start seeing you the benefits of that immediately. immediately I mean I had a client recently who just finally was finally it clicked with the water and she's like Lisa I'm finally gonna listen to you. I'm, I'm here for it now. All right. So she's like drinking water, drinking water every day. She's like, Lisa, I got 80 ounces in yesterday. Oh my god. And she's like, Oh my god. My bowels are moving like crazy. She's like, It's so smooth. It's like I gotta need. Oh my god. You know what? Let's pause right here because I'm always stunned. And I, I hope this is not too much, um, you know, to TMI for anybody. But I'm always stunned when I go into a restroom and someone is in there. When I come in there. I can see their feet. It's still in there when you leave. <laughs> I mean, the whole, I'm in the mirror, I'm doing all type of stuff, and they've been in there 10, 15 minutes, and I'm like, <laughs> what's going on here? I don't understand what's going on. Like, I just want to hand them a gallon of water over the, the stall. You know like, what I mean? Like, let's get things flowing let's here. Get things, well, this, should not, yes. this is not normal. Um, one point I also wanted to make is, I also see this too. Someone will start incorporating a lot of good things. Oh, guess what, Jay? I've been eating my fruits and vegetables. I've been eating, um, you know, my grill, grill this and grill that. And I've been doing, I've been drinking my water, but they haven't even stopped doing what they were doing at all. As mm. far as the sweets and the donuts. So they're letting them coexist. They're letting them coexist. Versus letting one take the lead. Right. Yeah. So my analogy for the day is, drum roll please, I know how excited people get. Um, is doing something like that is is the same as putting like sugar in your tank and thinking because you put premium gas after that that you've done something mm. no that that doesn't even belong in there you didn't you didn't override the system you still have to deal with that issue mm -hmm. that's still an issue that sugar that you, still in your tank that's still still in your tank yeah and i don't care if you put premium gas 
you have to use premium gas every day and start alleviating all the crap that you were even the cheap gas that you were putting in your car deserves premium gas that's what you need to put in there day in day out for optimal results yes you cannot put crap in anything and then decide to follow it up with what it's supposed to have and yes. think that it's going to be the same as a person that's doing what they're supposed to do right. all the time. You okay, so let's that. get clarification then, Jay. So here's my question. I go to a, cheese, I go to a restaurant. I, I'm going to get the burger. I'm going to go ahead and get the cheeseburger or I'm going to get the you know fried chicken tenders. Mm -hmm. right? But you know what? What side would you like, ma'am? You know, I don't want the french fries, though. Can bring, bring me a salad on the side of it. Can I, is that the same as it's, getting a salad on the side of a cheeseburger? Or, okay, so here's the deal with that. Now, I don't want to be too harsh and say, oh, my God, you might as well got the fries because right. you got the cheeseburger. Right, okay. No, I, but it's, it's a mindset that you need to know just because you got the salad on top of that cheeseburger that you still need to work on get, um, removing that cheeseburger. Okay, cause so, so most of us are saying, I, I, I skipped the fries or I, I skipped the side of rice or whatever, or I told them, don't put cheese on my burger. And we, but we're not continuing to work towards eliminating the entire yeah. fry, the entire yeah. burger. Yeah. So next time, three months from now, when you come back, you just you have a you have a vegetable medley on your plate versus that burger. That's what I'm talking about. Because as adults, and even you know young adults, people my age, and even young adults, we have all type of things that are going on in our body. Not just the things that we intentionally do or unintentionally do. But the things that environmentally happen to us, because we have no choice That's over. right. That's so right. So you're always working. You're always dealing with something inside Every, that you have no choice over. The, the air yes. we breathe. Yes. You know, all of these um, these things. Even vaccinations that they force on our children. Yes. Like, we're always trying to override something in our system. Your job is to do the best you can with what you put in your body. And your, your, your job is to help your body out as much as, as possible. As much as With keeping possible. you alive, but also giving you the ability to thrive giving you the ability to, to ability to thrive yes so yes one hand you know great yes you didn't get cheese and you and you and you got a salad on Agreed. the side but when i see you two weeks from now i don't i don't want to see that i don't want to see that cheeseburger again right. i want to see right you know so just move elevate just elevate and always be intentional about putting things in your body that are for the benefit. Look at food, not as I'm hungry or that looks good, but does that benefit me or does that not benefit me? And right. how does it, if it does? Right. Or how doesn't it, more importantly? That's what would right. that do to me? That's right. Clog in my arteries, give me inflammation, give me um, gas, give me headaches. You know, dairy is the primary reason of so. What's funny is that when people find out that I don't eat meat or dairy, mm -hmm. they're instantly like, oh my God, you, you don't want me to be a meat eater. You, you're going to look and be grossed out about me eating right, meat. And right. you're going to think I'm a murderer. And I'm like, if, if, if we're going to talk about judgment, I'm judging your dairy more than I'm judging your meat. <laughs> right. to be, if I'm being completely honest, right. if I had to pick between the two, oh, definitely dairy. it'd be dairy and Even sugar. though dairy is just liquid meat. Right. Right. But it's... But the way it's consumed so sneakily. Yes. Is sneakily a word? Can that be a word? It just it just became one. Yeah. yeah sneakily. Absolutely. It, it, yeah. It's in so much. You Check can the look Black at Health Academy glossary. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to <laughs> definitely put sneakily in there. Yeah. Um, it's in so many things. It's in your bread. It's in your pasta. It's in your cheese. It's in your you know all these their crackers. It's in it's in everything. Then you intentionally consume it with milk in your cereal, and then you have it. People pour milk in there, and then by the end of the day, you consume so much 
dairy mm -hmm. and the way it affects you. And people will admit, you know, I, I haven't had headaches since I stopped, but they'll go right back to it. That's so right. I would definitely say because it's so addictive. I don't think meat is as addictive as dairy. I, yeah, yeah. Well, especially cheese. I mean, it's it's an opiate, right? It releases right, right, right. it releases casomorphin. But so, I, you know, because dairy is one of those things. Not even just cheese that people are addicted. They don't know it. Like I love cookies. I love, mm -hmm. you know, uh, this, this, and that. So they love these things that have dairy in them, even though they don't know that that's what they're. That's partly what right. they're So I don't to. know if that's addicted to dairy or just addicted to the things that people use. I don't know. Right. However. Well, both, I think. Definitely both. Because these, these junk foods are definitely designed to get you physiologically addicted to them. It's, it's not a secret that they spend literally millions and millions of dollars to concoct these recipes and these molecular, or excuse me, these chemical formulas to make sure your brain always craves mm -hmm. sugar, salt, and fat, flat out. You know, and dairy is one of the biggest uh, causes of saturated fat and heart disease in our community, bottom line, hands down. And we're all intolerant. Just flat out, we're all intolerant. Yeah. Nobody over the age of four has the enzyme needed to digest mm -hmm. dairy, mm -hmm. which is lactase. So we're all intolerant. So yes, tip number two, don't just eliminate or reduce the bad. Intentionally implant the good. And as you are intentionally implanting the good, make sure it takes lead and over the bad. We're not saying that you're never going to have another cookie or donut or whatever, but what we are saying is that it should be akin to pouring orange juice balance. in the ocean. You should have balance. Now look, ah, uh, yeah. That's my, that's my that's new fave. Yeah. It should be akin to pouring orange juice in the ocean. Right. You it know? makes not even a, a any significance at all. That's right. The, the good is so, and and let's let's be clear on what balance is while we're on this. Because people, you have to have balance. That is balance. 90% good, 10% bad. That's what balance is. Right. I don't, you know, not a donut today and a cheeseburger today and then eating a salad tomorrow. No, the, the balance is 90% good, 10% bad. That's what balances your Absolutely. health. Absolutely. And then you should always, and you should still have boundaries on oh, your yeah. bad. Oh, yeah. Still have boundaries. It still have boundaries. Like you said on the last episode, she said, I don't eat pork, but it's free. You eat pork. You eat pork. You eat pork. You eat so pork. have some boundaries. Because even our bad, we still will never touch dairy or meat. Like yeah. it's not, you know, That's our bad for say. us is going and getting a veggie burger with some fries, mm -hmm. right? And so you should, st not saying that you should be us, but what we're saying is have some core values and some lines that you simply do not cross, mm -hmm. regardless. Mm -hmm. so. And have some discriminatory discriminatory behavior oh i don't do that right uh, oh, i don't eat that have some things that define you mm -hmm. right like uh, don't be too liquid that's still relevant that's still a thing that's yeah. still a thing yeah yeah two weeks later next okay. podcast episode that's still relevant okay got it <laughs> don't be too liquid have some like you said some discriminatory uh behaviors and characteristics that absolutely define you all right this is what lisa does and doesn't do okay last tip on uh, improving your wellness and this is a huge one is increase and be intentional about your social connections and so it is believed that our social connection has a bigger impact in our overall health than even diet and exercise and I told you Jay about the longevity test that I took where they told me that baby you ain't nailing it you only got till about 90 years old um, and if you do what we say maybe 96 so that was a huge wake-up call for me, you know, when we talk about how often and how many times during the week do you spend time with people that you genuinely enjoy 
and that you you know have a good time with most of us are not really hitting the mark no, as far as at, at least daily spending time in in face-to-face -face time or you know a phone call with people that take you outside of your everyday monotonous routine mm -hmm. right you, you it doesn't have to be something extreme as going on a trip or going to a concert, but how often are you engaging? Is it just, you know, the person who works at the store near your home or the dry cleaner, you know? Those little small moments of pleasantries with people who are not perfect strangers, but you don't know them. Like, oh, I love my local grocer or my local, you know, dry cleaner, my local shoe, my local car wash guy. I always have a good conversation with him. Like, those little small moments, just two or three minutes of social interactions with people who, how are your kids doing? How are you doing? Right. Did you ever get that, you know, thing you were going after? Are you still going to start your own car wash? Like, how right. is that? Like, just supporting somebody else in their life and just those small moments of interaction makes such a huge impact on our health. Yeah, and I, and I was thinking that our last conversation about that, how, um, you know, I love spending time, like, love spending time with my kids. And it's a difference when it's uninterrupted time. Like, for instance, when we went to the track yesterday and just being with them, and I'm not on social media, I'm not talking to my phone, I want, you know, it's just us in our own little world. Yep. So even when you do the things and the interactions, let's say going to dinner with your favorite people, you know, give them your undivided attention because yes. when you don't get, it, it pulls you back into that other world. Yep. And so even when you do those things, make sure you're really doing them. Make sure that you're really engaged and make sure that you're really, really submerged into that, that interaction versus kind of being halfway in and halfway out. Halfway in, halfway yeah. out. Yeah. 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 That one foot in, one foot out phenom is, is sometimes very difficult to overcome, especially if, for example, like me, I'm literally always working, right? Like I was hanging out with my sister yesterday and we're out to lunch and I'm like, hold on. Let me just, you know, mm -hmm. text this lady that I have a consultation with and let right. me make sure, let me confirm. And I'm like, wait a minute, let me reply to this thing, you know. Mm -hmm. And it becomes so difficult. And what makes it even harder, it was funny, what makes it even harder is that oftentimes the people I'm with are really forgiving. Like, go ahead, Lise. Yeah, go ahead. Why take wouldn't it. you yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right. Why wouldn't you guys be? But I'm saying it, 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 it uh, cements it in my mind as being okay. You know, well, you, you have to have a high set of self-awareness to be able to stop doing it. When people are like, no, we get it. You you entrepreneur. When you, you have to work when it's time to work and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I want to do less of that. You know, so how can I? It, it, it forces me to, you have to have a super heightened sense of self-awareness to force yourself to create boundaries in your life with things that take away from your ability to have social connection. Well, you've always said that you don't what well, people say work life balance or whatever and you's like no I do I'm, I'm I do them simultaneously uh, yeah I always they coexist for they me. coexist yeah right they definitely coexist for me they, but I do believe there are some moments where I need to turn off and be like they can wait that can wait this can you know because I'm, I'm like maybe I should I be rethinking this thing now that they said I'm only gonna live to 90 that's the whole thing I don't even I knew it <laughs> I knew it I was waiting on it to happen and it has happened I don't have time you do have time no I don't yes you do no you're not about to start being crazy about this thing yes I am no you're not health is one thing you should be crazy about don't huff and puff no because I know I told you what's about to happen <laughs> 
uh -huh, I'm not in the mood for it. You always do this. You get a piece of bit of information and you just like zero in on it. And then you be like, you know what? What's what we need to do? And next thing <laughs> I know, I, I, you done got me in on it. Like, okay, no, I got to take uh, three or four days off to... Uh, drink spring water by the river um, <laughs> and engage in with at least 10 people. That'll just be our new thing for the rest of our lives now because you done got this bit of information and this is what we must do. No. <laughs> I'm trying to find like, the problem. It sounds right. like you got some bomb friends in nice your life. a nice patch of dirt. We know Lisa said in order to live to 120, <laughs> we I gotta, gotta find a nice, nice clean. Right. I have to have 10 flowers. It has to be by flowing water. We have to engage with at least 15, no, every month, three days, because, and I've been assigned up for it, like, ah, yeah, like, all right. I did feel good after that first time. Right, all right. Then we'll be on a podcast, like, guys, listen, find you a nice patch of dirt, look. And 10 people. And 10 people. Flowers. And you know, it's Studies always Studies have something. shown this Studies way have shown. Life You know, it don't take me long to buy into something. Well, what we always say, that's just the next level. <laughs> we weren't ready for Dr. Sebi, then we, we do Dr. Sebi. But we're ready for the next level. We're not telling people to, you know. Yeah, because somebody was just asking me, like, what made you become, you know, vegan? I'm like, I, I didn't make the choice. I didn't, I, I didn't make the choice, actually. I was told that's what I was about to be. And I <laughs> and, said no. Uh, I said no. And... <laughs> And what happened was, they didn't accept it. And then I, I became vegan. That's pretty much the story. So my journey is a little different than my average person. Yeah, my journey is a little different from I got bullies person. in my life. I keep bullying yeah, us for I, you know. I don't know what to tell you. No, you weren't expecting that, but that's how my journey began. Right. Um, was, was it a health scare? No. Yeah, I was informed that I wasn't about to be um, out here being average. So... <laughs> So those are our tips. Intentional social connection has a huge impact on health, and I certainly believe because diet and exercise are such a huge task and undertaking for most of, most of us that a lot of us don't even get to that third step of being intentional about our social connections and interactions and intimacy with our loved ones in our community. But again, has a huge impact on health even before diet and exercise so oh wait a minute let's pause here real quick i know we're trying to get out of here but i just wanted to, to say a few tips about this social connection thing so i read an article um maybe a year ago about um you know how people with deep religion roots mm -hmm. um live longer and people oh, yes, who, yes. Um, sit at the, the family dinner table have family together as a unit have a uh, longer life married people have so my point is if you are a person that's, you know, really into the church, but you haven't been in a while, you start going back. Start going back to, you know, um, the church every Sunday or whatever you were doing before. Start volunteering again at the church like you were doing. Um, start making dinner for your family or start sitting together yes. um, as, as a couple. Start watching TV together again. Start cuddling again. You need those things. You need yes. that social connection. It's, I know it's, we're getting further and further away from that, but we need to get that back together. People with very 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 um close-knit communities yes. where the kids can go run down the block and the neighbors can come over and they just sit on the couch like get back reconnected to the people around you if you have sisters and siblings and brothers you know start hanging out with them again call them on the phone if you you haven't talked to your grandmother or someone in a while and they always give you that boost call them you know so that's what we mean by social connection it doesn't necessarily even have to be a 
physical and personal oh, no. connection. Nope. Just start um, reigniting those things that make you feel good inside with people, not things, not phones, not tablets, not um, your favorite Netflix show. Get you know, reacquainted with actual living human beings that make you feel good inside and that are don't have toxic relationships and strings connected with them. Yes, and that was, oh, remember when I uh, became a minimalist last year, I said I'm gonna spend more money on experiences and less money yeah. on things. Yeah. And when I promise you, that is now something that I've threaded into my life so brilliantly, it makes me feel so good. And so when we decided to have we decided to just up and go to a Janelle, Con uh, Janelle Monet concert randomly on a Monday night last, you know, a couple weeks ago. It was nothing. Nope. Like, I didn't even consider, I didn't care that it was the, a Monday. Nope. I didn't care that it was, you know, last minute. Nope. I didn't care that it didn't start till such and such time. And I knew it probably wasn't going to be out there till midnight. It, it was an experience that I wanted to have. I'm glad you brought that up too. We get into these routines. Uh, no, on Monday night I gotta do this. Right. I gotta no. That's a I gotta night. That's a work Tuesday. night. That's my no. meal prep night. And I remember we talked about it on the podcast before. Like sometimes you just need to go to work tired. It, it, it's working. You yeah. know, sometimes it's just working. If your friend says, "Hey, let's," um, I, you know, I want to hook up with you. I want to connect with you. Maybe you know, don't drink or do anything like that that will make you miss work or be late. But get up and just break that routine. It feels yes. great. It feels amazing. We got, we have our spirit, our spirits got filled up so much during that concert. We were with each other, number one, laughing, having a good time. But then also the music, you know, the energy of the whole crowd. And I get filled up watching other people have a good time, if right. that makes sense, you know. And so there's so many pleasure centers that were being filled that I didn't feel the need to have sugar. I didn't feel the need to have alcohol. We didn't even drink. I didn't feel the need to fill up my pleasure centers with all of these unhealthy things normally that make us happy because we're not meeting needs like I've this. I've heard you use that phrase before. What pleasure centers? Is that new? No. Oh, elaborate. No. <laughs> what is a pleasure center? So when we uh, eat sugar, a pleasure center in our brain lights up, right? And release those happy neurotransmitters like oh, dopamine, okay. 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 All right. for example. Got it. Got right. It. Yeah. So we're feeling, you know, we're satisfying those pleasure centers with experiences and connectivity mm -hmm. and intimacy versus sugar or cheese exactly or trash TV right mm -hmm. because that dopamine can be released during a good workout or a good, good concert or with the cheeseburger or something so you know I, I think it's a phenomenal phenomenal thing to do so with that being said guys let's go ahead and wrap it up as always, remember if you're in the market to start your health journey and you need to learn more about chronic disease prevention, obesity reversal, uh, get exercises, get workouts, or if you're interested in moving to a whole foods plant-based diet, please join us inside of the academy at theblackhealthacademy.com. Um, also, I'm so excited to announce, Jay, I just got, uh, just had a meeting with the African World Festival here in Detroit, and um, it looks like the Black Health Academy is going to be a part of the African World oh Festival. My God. Yeah, that's so, going to be nice. Yeah, so I'm really excited about for this this next year uh, in the Black Health Academy, kind of mobilizing the academy. Mm -hmm. I want mm -hmm. to, even though we have the membership site, that 
I want people to experience the Black Health Academy in person. You mm -hmm. know, I want us to show up where you guys are. So I look forward to doing more events actually throughout the country. We already are teaching free nutrition classes here in Detroit, but I want to make sure that we're mobilizing you guys and making sure you understand that we are all we got when it comes to this health thing. And the only way we're going to eradicate these health disparities is by taking it into our own hands and doing for ourselves. So please continue to follow and support the Black Health Academy, whether it's just listening to the podcast, sharing, um, or showing up to some events, joining as a member and engaging in, in those workouts and those master classes. Thank you for everybody who has continued to support. And don't forget community coaching. Go to theblackhealthacademy.com forward slash podcast and if you have a specific health issue that you want help with that you want to give me and jay's opinion on fill out that form blackhealthacademy.com forward slash podcast just click on community coaching tell us what's going on with you and we're going to bring you live on a podcast episode to share with us and the whole world and see how we can help you out so that's our way of giving back let's delve into the pledge real quick so we can go ahead and wrap up this episode I, the Black Health Academy, pledge to honor my mind and body with nourishment, movement, and intentional mindfulness. My health and that of my kin are among my highest priorities. I will control that which is within my control. I am the sole driver of what lays the foundation of my body, mind, soul, and spirit. I am determining that giving up is not an option. My destiny is my doing. My life depends on it. Until next time, guys, take care. Be great.